welcome to Revolutionary Health, the show that focuses on Black men's wellness and health. Um, we're adapting as a time as well, so you'll see this is a little bit different for us in the era of COVID-19. Uh, but make sure you still follow us, like everything that we do. Um, on Twitter at Building Desire, Instagram and Facebook at The Counter Narrative. Uh, like, subscribe, comment, tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, I'm your host, Michael Ward, actor, advocate, model, um, host of the show. And this week we've got an exciting episode about COVID-19 and the ways that we're adapting. I know it's a very hot topic for everyone out there. So I'll, I'll let you introduce, um, I'll let everyone introduce themselves as on the panel uh, here with us as well. Hey, I'm Dennis Hardy. Uh, I'm a student and a program assistant at the Calendary Project, and I'm here in Atlanta. Hey, everybody. This is Johnny Cornegay. I have the pleasure of being Mobilization Director for the Counter-Narrative Project, and I'm happy to be back here on Revolutionary Health. Hey, everyone. I'm Charles Stevens, and I'm the Executive Director of the Counter-Narrative Project. Thank you all for joining me. I know this is different for all of us, and we're adapting. We've been through a lot <laughs> um, to get this happen. So I'm excited that you all are here. Uh, with me and we just want to do a little bit of check-in first to just see how everyone's feeling um what ways are you adapting to our current normal i don't want to say our new normal but just the current normal with everything that's going on um i'll certainly go ahead and jump in i think um I think I've had a lot of practice of working from home over the years, so I'm actually, um, that adjustment has been easier for me. But what I will say is um, there's so much information coming at us. There is so much, um, there's so much heaviness in this moment that um, really for me, it's been kind of trying to turn off the noise um, be in spaces like this with y'all that bring me joy, um, and trying to find ways to, um, impact the world, um, in, in using the technology that we have. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. I think for me, uh, the biggest, well, I'm kind of like a person, I kind of like self-isolate all the time. So it's like, it hasn't done that, that much, uh, it hasn't been that different for me. It's just like, the few times I do interact, now those are gone. So, like, if I want to go to the gym, the gym is closed. Or yeah, um, if I want to go eat, you know, can't do that. Um, so it is uh, sometimes profoundly boring. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I've been washing my hands a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, disinfecting my apartment a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so that's been, I mean, I've of course always did those things, but now I think you're just more aware, um, especially the time you spend washing your hands, you know, you should do it for 20 seconds mm -hmm. <laughs> and just being very aware, aware of that. Um, and yeah, I, you know, the counter Netter project, we've been developing and innovating our um, virtual engagement tools over the last few years. I know Johnny has definitely been a, a really amazing uh, prophet of all things virtual. And so I think we've just, we have a really good inventory of, of tools that we can use. So I think we um, kind of leaned into this space, um, already having a lot of experience with it. Um, but it, yeah, it is kind of um, um, disruptive. Like, uh, you know, we had a, an event yesterday that was supposed to go forward um, that we couldn't do, and we have been planning that event for a year. 
And, you know, I'm still kind of grieving over that because I was really excited and um, and I'm also really sad about all the people that impacted and just uh, just kind of holding space for that. I think we were talking, Michael, you were saying that we have to definitely exercise a lot of compassion right now. And, um, yeah. you know, I've been working on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think more than ever is a good time for us to really put that put that to use because um, and kind of tying it in with social distancing it, that's keeping a lot of us apart from each other is that, like Dennis said, self-isolation and sometimes you do get profoundly bored. But I think it's just keeping everybody in mind that this is new for the majority of us, that, you know, we have our routine, we have our way of doing things. Like for me in particular with my job, I know I get up, you know, I get ready and I get on MARTA. I take public transportation to go into the office I'm surrounded by people every day. And then, of course, I get back on public transportation and I have my activities and things outside of that as far as with the day job, you know, which has changed now for me. My routine is now working from home. So I'm here, you know, primarily by myself and I don't have coworkers to laugh with or anybody to lean and talk to or I don't have to be on MARTA to, to deal with that. Um, and that's a that's a new routine for me that I'm going through or even being an artist like things that were in the works and films that were set to shoot and production schedules, everything has been put on pause. My friends now have been put on pause from work. Theaters, like uh, Charles said, you know, most of them are shutting down or limiting or finding new innovative ways to stream performances, but it's a new routine for most of us. So how are y'all dealing with like the new routines or has have y'all been affected by any way with the routines? Uh, yeah, so... This week would have been spring break from um, from school. I'm a student, um, so it would have been spring break. I guess it still is spring break, but then it's been <laughs> extended um, for the rest of the semester. It's been extended for two weeks, and after that, then the rest of the semester is online. Um, so that that is a change. Um, having to adapt to to that uh, to that. Um, and I haven't. And other than that, you know, I've spoken to I've spoken to a lot of friends uh, in other states and other sides of the world who are also experiencing Corona. And um, for sex workers, it has been like, it, it, you, you know, you're coming out of, you're coming out of the holiday season, which is usually a, a slower time for sex workers who do full time sex work, um, especially. But now you have the pandemic right behind that, and it it just creates um, it creates more instability. For, pe for people who do that type of work, because we do such intimate, um, be because they do so, so, such intimate work, it's just like, how do you, you know, you have to weigh your risk, like, I don't want to miss this money, but also, you know, I'm not, you know, here for uh, Corona. So I think for, for a lot of people, it's just like, at some point, I just got to get back to living my life, um, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I've been in this really interesting place in particular. Like, so my, my, I've been in a place of not necessarily a new routine. Like, it's, it's kind of been, uh, uh, evolving over the last couple of months anyway. Um, so I think what has been very different, um, and, um, this is something that I'm still trying to process is my father is in a nursing home. And one of the things that I, moved here to do is to spend time with him and, you know, be part of his care. I can't see him at all. 
Like it shut wow. down. So I'm literally cut off from my father. Um, and so that was kind of a routine where you kind of have things that you do. You cook a food and you take it over and you sit down and you have a conversation. That's not part of my experience right now. And I'm literally right now just sitting with saying out loud how hard that's been um, in this moment. Wow. Mm. So there are any strategies, anything else that you can do to still keep that connection yeah. with to, to make it possible? Yeah, it's really been tech. So <laughs> um, teaching him how to use Google Duo and like <laughs> us on the thing. Um, and so that's been kind of new and different. Um, but so that's been the main thing, right? It's just kind of connecting through technology, um, it's not the same, no. I'm not gonna lie. Like, it's not the same. Um, but I, I will say, I'm the silver lining is that I feel better. I feel like he's safer there than he would be if he was home trying to get care because it would be people coming in and out of the house, and that mm -hmm. doesn't. So I've I've also reconciled that, right? Like, I feel like he's in a better place than he would be if he was here. So, but technology, yeah. Thank you. I've watched a lot of uh, movies <laughs> that, because uh, I'm at home more, so I'm like, you know, watching old movies that I like, TV shows. I watched the first season of American Horror Story um, again. Just oh, I was like about that. to say. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one of the things, again. Charles, now <laughs> right. I don't know if you've, um, yesterday, um, and you can get this on like Google Play movies and stuff. They've now released movies that were in theaters. Now they're selling them for $20, y'all. Oh, but oh. they've released <laughs> the movies that were in theaters. You can now stream them um, in your home. And I actually thought about it last night, but I was like, ooh, I don't know about $20. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, next week, baby, we still gonna be here. So I might be streaming $20 movies at my house. How are y'all doing with haircuts and hairstylists and locticians <laughs> and Manny and man, what do you call it? Manny's and Petties and stuff like that. Like, uh, how, how are y'all navigating the, that within, as Michael says, our, our current normal? <laughs> yeah, it's been a struggle. So I was able to, to get my haircut by my barber, little young cat, as we say. And um, even Barbara with him, Jackson he Bill. was... <laughs> Come on, bringing it out the south. Um, but mm -hmm. even even with him, I was able to you know get a haircut, and he's still in there cutting hair. But one of the conversations that him and I had, because I was just quite naturally like, "Are you there? What time can I come? Like, are, are you okay? Like, and just asking him how he's protecting himself as well. And he's like, "I'm just basically out here on a wing and a prayer, like hoping that if somebody comes in the shop and has." symptoms or anything like that that they're safe and careful but his concern is that if he doesn't cut hair how is he going to make money and so even in the course of our conversation because i myself hadn't put that in perspective that he might not have anything else that he does outside of it and i was thankful more so like okay well yeah let, let me let me really try to, let me throw a little tip on here for you because i'm like i don't know the next time that i may see you if you still put your life at risk and it made me appreciate it and be more thankful and have that compassion like 
maybe I really don't need this haircut if I'm putting myself at risk and you at risk. Like, in, in the vein of things, for me, if I don't really have to be on camera or be in front of a camera, um, how can I adjust my own mental <laughs> mental thought process around that? But yeah, I, even to this day, he's still in there cutting hair as of today. So it's kind of like just having that compassion for him. Like, please be safe and protect yourself and protect others as well. Is he doing fist bumps and uh well, Yeah, that was I heard that normally you know you have to do we fit. had to do uh elbow. We had to do the elbow one. Elbow, yeah. And I'm used to doing the brother hug, you know, dap up or whatever, and it was like, oh, just give me the just give me the elbow. And I'm like, oh, okay. This is this is new. Were other barbers doing that in the shop? How did you see them um engaging? It was pretty much the same. It wasn't no glove situation, it wasn't anything like that. It was pretty much just everything is normal. Like, nothing had changed. They just, what else are we going to do if we don't come in here and cut hair every week? It's like, mm. I feel like I'm, yeah, I'm so, I'll be at the grocery store, and if I see people not social distancing, I'll be wanting, to, I, I want to say something. I haven't started <laughs> doing that yet, but I'm like, too close. Y'all need to back up, because, <laughs> you know, it's just, I think it's so, you know, I mean, I'm okay with I'm a personal, you know, I like my personal space already, so I'm I'm good. Like I, you know, but it's just been interesting watching people try to navigate this, especially people that are more extroverted or people that like a lot, of, like that are really affectionate. I think Johnny, you posted about being a hugger and what this means. Um, you know, I had never been a hugger, so I'm like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> okay. But I imagine it's really, you know, and I, I know, Michael, you also talked about, like, the, the emotional wellness aspect of this. Like, how are people going to cope, you know, that that yeah. requires? Yeah, it definitely want to, like, grocery shopping as well. Like, what are we finding difficult to do as well? Grocery shopping for me was even realizing that being around a whole lot of people gives me just a lot of please get out of my, like, please get out of my way. But dealing with long lines in the grocery grocery store, and I told this uh, story on Facebook as well too about, um, unfortunately, with labeling it the Chinese virus and all of these bad terms that have come out about it, I was able to actually go into like the Asian American market and find a lot of things at the grocery store because people were like not wanting to go in there and, and finding stuff. So even as you say, thinking about the wellness and the mental health piece as well as you know, our Asian Americans of now feeling sort of like that. Are people looking at me different? All of those kind of things. And it's it's just been a very interesting. What other things, though, are y'all finding difficult <laughs> to do? I've never known. It's so weird that you can't find bleach. Like, finding bleach oh, is yeah. super hard. Like, I haven't been able to find bleach in two weeks. And just like... And what is the thing with... Can somebody explain the thing with toilet paper to me? Because I don't get it. Like, the people that got, like... A hundred things. What? What is that? I mean, is there something I'm missing? You know, what is what is the obsession with toilet paper? I don't know because I've I've always been one of those type of people who had a hundred rolls of toilet paper because that's what I thought <laughs> that's what I think being an adult is. So I can't tell you why everybody else is just getting on board. Y'all should have been on board. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, I mean, it's one thing to have it's one thing to have like let's say well I don't know about a hundred rolls but they have you know enough like a, a good you know month two month supply but I feel like people will have like a whole buggy full of the the big you know 
24 roll. And I'm just like, how much do you go to the bathroom? <laughs> like, I feel like, I mean, because I've, I mean, I've always been someone that, but I'm, it's, I don't know, maybe I'm missing something. Yeah, I think it's more the, I think it's more panic. I think it's just panic shopping and people realizing, like, if I have my kids at home, you know, I've got more kids, they're probably going to go to the bathroom more, they're probably eating more. And because I, I think about it too, as well, with my, my sister now, I'm like, my sister is working at home and she's got, three kids at home mm-hmm. by herself. So how are you still homeschooling, doing a nine to five job at home, trying to feed kids that are going to the bathroom probably more than, you know, that they're used to. So maybe that was a reason to panic shop for toilet paper for a lot of people. I, I try to make that spin, but I think a lot of it is just panic shopping. People are nervous that we're going to be in this house for two to three weeks. What am I going to run out of? What it might not, not have? But it's showing as well the ugly side too. I feel like yeah. there has to still be enough left for everybody to go around. And if you have a hundred rolls of toilet paper, five things of sugar, twenty things of eggs, like how much are you really gonna be able to get to in this time period? Like and wh- yeah. And what about you know thinking about like you know elderly folks that can't get out as much by the time mm-hmm. they get to the store, all the stuff is gone, and they're not you know I. <sighs> I think I've just been very aware of trying to take what I need. And of course it's hard to assess mm-hmm. that in this moment, but I mean, I will admit, you know, I, you know, when I saw, I saw um, some, I finally saw some Lysol at, at Target <laughs> last week. And, and I mean, after I followed the man around with the box and like watched, waited for him to unload it, it, it got a little bit. Yes. Hugger games. <laughs> I kind of stalked him around the store and followed, cause I saw that he had the Lysol uh, boxes. But you know, I got one. I got one um, can of Lysol because I was like, you know, I mean, I, there may be some folks that you know, you know, getting elderly folks. Like I don't want to just, and, and maybe it might get real, but I just, you know, I don't want to be the person that where people can't get what they need, or folks yeah. that have you know pre-existing commis- uh, uh, conditions or compromised immune system. Like I just think that we just have to be, like you said, Michael, just compassionate. Yeah. Definitely. And to speak to the wellness piece of that, I know a lot of us aren't used to self-isolating. Um, like I know you said, Dennis, but for me, I've built my, my home, home as my sanctuary. And I feel like I'm, a, I'm an artist, so I'm typically in my mind anyhow, using my imagination. And I have books behind me. I've got art. I've got art books. I've got vinyl. I've got my turntables. I've got a studio. I feel like I'm pretty good being by myself for like majority of the time. And I've finally got a chance to explore my neighborhood. Like, I've, I've met neighbors I've never met before. Like, I'm like, how long have y'all lived next to me? So those are kind of like the positive things and stuff that have been coming out of it. And I feel like, for me, I'm pretty okay with being by myself. And then when I'm not, I can sort of, I've gotten now the group FaceTime thing down because I'm new to, to the iPhone. But my best friends from Jacksonville, like, they group FaceTime me for the first time. And I, it wasn't the same like Johnny said, about physical hugging and contact and touch, but to be able, I think, to hear their voice, to see them, you know, and that's always kind of been my thing for my mom is like, yeah, I hear you, but can I see you looking on your face to make sure that you're okay? So are we checking in on friends? Are we communicating more? Like, how are we staying alert and aware of just people who may not be okay with being by themselves all the time? I think Alvin's giving us the signal to wrap up. 
I know time I, goes by. I, we're having fun. I know, right? <laughs> well, we can just we have time for for something real quick. Then we can wrap up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think for me, um, you know, like I said, I'm kind of like a self isolating person, so I'm like always I I'm horrible at keeping in touch with people. So because of this, I've reached out to like my dad, my grandma. Oh, you know, exes, everybody I can think of that I was like, you know, if something happened to you, would I be like mildly sad? I'm like, I'm going to contact you now to make, to make sure you, um, you're okay. Uh, you didn't see so, if I was okay. I knew you were okay. I told you like three times a week. <laughs> I'm hiding the pain. <laughs> yeah. And real quick as well, before we have to wrap up, um, from, from, all of y'all, what advice do you have for others? Um, any last words that you want people to know how you're feeling right now in this moment of COVID-19? Um, I guess I want to give a shout out to JD from Cranky Queer. And he said something that I've been kind of grappling with, with it, which is that in this moment, it's really important to be whoever you are and just show up like however you are and just be who you are, be your spirit, be your, whatever that looks like, just be who you are. And I've been thinking a lot about that because, you know, I mean, Atlanta, like a lot of places, I think, you know, a lot of folks, we wear these masks, you know, when there's a lot of facade. And, I, and if there's ever a moment where we are all vulnerable together, it's now. So I've been thinking a lot about, like, what does it mean to be my fullest self? Mm. Mm. Good advice. I, I Any- just would add create... Uh, um, artists create folks who have something in their heart, in their spirit that you want to get out. Do not wait. Mm. Like there's no, I just, this is not the time. If you have something that you want to start, it needs to be like right now. Um, So if you're watching this and you haven't started that thing, I need you to clickety clack on the the keyboard and start (laughs) because we just are... We don't know what yeah. we, we don't know what's going to happen from moment to moment. And if there's one thing that I can stress, and that's what I've been living in this at this time, is if I have an idea, it's coming out. Like, okay, what are we about to do? And it's not going to be perfect, and it may not always be pretty, but what it will always be is the truth. And yes. so that's where I am. So do that. That's what I want to leave with folks. I guess for me, it's just. Um, you know, diving into your interests. So I've been catching up on reading. Um, I watched a whole season of Love and Hip Hop, and I haven't done that in like nine years. And it was so good. <laughs> what city? I'm just curious. What city? What New mess? York, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I cannot wait to uh, watch more TV because I haven't done that in a long time. Like a whole season. <laughs> yeah, my advice is... I think think of this as a pause and reset um, from where we are. It gives us a moment to really evaluate everything, everything in life, everything that we took for granted, everything that we may continue to take for granted. Um, As an artist, use your imagination. You can go anywhere with your imagination. Um, Use it. This is the the best time to use it. Be resourceful, be innovative, uh, be creative, all of those things and show compassion show empathy, show love to yourself, and show love to others. Um, as well, so I want to thank each and every one of y'all for joining me here on the new 
the newest way that we have innovated at the Counter Narrative Project on revolutionary health um, as well. So, um, two, before we get out of here, uh, do y'all want to drop your handles? Where can people find you if they want to find more information about you? I'd be happy you, to. You Go can ahead, find Dennis. me at you can find me at at the counter narrative on Instagram <laughs> and at uh, uh, at building desire on Twitter. <laughs> I'm just going to double that. <laughs> Going counter narrative. <laughs> okay, so the running theme is just the same to go to counter narrative. Right. <laughs> we all have the same handles. Right. And you like. can, of course, <laughs> find me there at the counter narrative. But, you know, also johnnyraycornegate.com. Go and look at some beautiful art. I just redid my whole portfolio in this moment. It's beautiful. I'm really into it. Um, yes. So you can find me at the counter narrative online, but you can also check out some beautiful arts at johnnyraycornegate.com. Thank you. Thank you again just for that. And as well, like they said, the counter narrative, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, Twitter, Building Desire. You can find me at Michael X Ward. So thank you again for joining us for this episode. And tell us as well strategies, ways that you're coping with social distancing, your feelings, your thoughts, anything in the comments below. We'd love to hear from you. So thank you again for another episode, uh, for joining us for another episode of Revolutionary Health. Be good to yourself. Thank you. Thank you.